passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Welcome, Browns backers. I'm Chuck Campisi, joined by Tony Dick, and this is Believe in the Browns. And just to give you a quick background on who your hosts are, Tony Dick worked in various capacities with the Browns over the course of 21 seasons with the team. So when he mentions being in the building, it's being in the building. He started with the team as a member of the Browns crew in 91, worked with them up until the time they left for the city who shall not be named. Uh, <laughs> he rejoined the Browns upon their return to Cleveland and served his last nine years with the team as the team's manager of alumni relations before leaving in October of 2015. Tony is also a member of the Pro Football Researchers Association and has served as a research assistant for several documentary projects with NFL Films, NBC Sports, Time Warner Cable Sports Channel, and Epics. Myself, I have experience in the sports industry in various capacities with Major League Baseball teams, NCAA programs, the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where I earned a Super Bowl ring with the Buccaneers. Super Bowl, anybody? 37. 37. Uh, and between Tony and I, we've probably worked about 20 Super Bowls. We're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hey, Browns backers, welcome to a special edition of Believe in the Browns with Chuck Campisi and Tony Dick as we just give you our playoff predictions, picks. Maybe we'll chat about the games a little bit. We'll try to keep it nice and tidy for you. We got three games on Saturday for the first time ever, three games on Sunday for the first time ever in the playoffs. So it's going to be interesting to see where all of this falls. We'll take the games in order. So we'll end with our Browns-Steelers picks, which if you listened to our podcast early in the week, you kind of know, unfortunately, where we stand on that one. But we'll do a quick, just a little recap on that one as well. So we start Saturday, January 9th, 1.05 p.m. in Buffalo, Bills-Colts. Bills minus six and a half. Over under 52. I will start on this one, Tony. I'm going to say, as a Browns backer, I'm going to say the Stefan Diggs trade is what the Browns hoped the OBJ trade would have been for Browns fans. If, if Browns would have had similar results, I think everybody would be pretty excited right now in Cleveland. Not that they're not excited enough just making the playoffs. But it looks like the Bills are poised for a fairly deep run in this playoffs. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to start there because I feel confident in taking the over with these two offenses. Although the defenses are not horrible. You know, Indy's number seven. 
Buffalo's number 12. But I just think these offenses put up some points. So I'm going to lean that way a little bit. And I'm going to take the over of 52. Six and a half. Frank Reich coaching against his old team. I, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to give the points. I'm going to say Buffalo is going to win. I'm going to give the points and I'm going to take the over. I think, I think, well, Buffalo, I, I just, I just checked. I think they're already on the two yard line getting ready to score. Uh, <laughs> or they just scored against the Dolphins again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, you know, I, as much as 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 I really respect um, Reich and, and what he's been able to do in Indy, I think this is going to be the the coming out party, if you will, for the Buffalo Bills. I, I I think I don't I'm not saying that anybody has underestimated them or disrespected them all season, but the reality is those were all regular season games. This is their opportunity to actually play a playoff game, and I think they're going to come into this game fired up, and I I see them winning by. I'd say 14. Let's say they're going to win by 14. I was about to say 17, but I'll dial it back a little bit. Um, I think they're going to win by at least two touchdowns, and I think they're going to continue what they did this weekend um, in, in you know the last month or so where they, they have just been lighting it up. And uh, I think off their offense will carry the day, and their defense, whatever they can provide, will just be bonus. Um, but I think their offense is clicking right now. And... Um, you know, Allen is just he's playing at a level that, uh, you know, I just don't think Indianapolis has has seen that type of, you know. Yeah, yeah he's I mean, playing I great. I mean, he can't, you can't argue with the way he's played this year. I mean, he's in the MVP hunt is really all you need to say yeah. for you when you're talking. When you're talking to guys in the discussion with Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes yeah. for playing quarterback during a season, you got a pretty good season going. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, I just, I, I feel like you going over fifty two. I'll go over fifty two. Okay. All I, right. I mean, I, I think even if it's a close game, I, I mean, I think both offenses are, are gonna are gonna light it up a little bit here. Okay. So we both got the Bills. We're both giving the points, and we're both taking the over on that one. We'll move to the four o'clock game, uh, essentially a five o'clock game, right? Four forty start. Rams Seahawks. Tony. Ran or Seahawks minus four and a half over under forty three. I'm I'm gonna go Seahawks. I I think the Rams they've just been too wishy washy this season, and, and I think you know you could say they both have playoff experience. They but but I I don't know. I I have to give the advantage to the Seahawks. I just feel like. Um, the consistency just hasn't been there for the Rams. I, I mean, they've been kind of all over the board. And um, so if if I have to pick a team, I definitely go um, I, I definitely go with Seattle. Um, as far as the over-under, I'll probably – what did you say it was? For, uh, 43. Are you uh, giving the points as well? I mean, you're picking the Seahawks straight up. Are you giving the four and a half? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, and I, I'm going to go with the under. Okay. All right, I, I'm a little different, fairly similar. I am taking the Seahawks as well. I, I just can't trust that Rams offense. Uh, not that I trust the Seahawks defense much more, but uh, I think I trust Russell Wilson, even though the Rams defense is, is excellent, to be able to put up some points, where I don't know if the Rams are going to put up any points, even against a bad Seahawks defense. 
So I am going to say Seahawks, but I am going to say it's a little closer, and I, I am going to take the points um, from a spread standpoint. So I'll take the Seahawks straight up. I will take the Rams with the points, and I am going to back you here, and I am going to say the under as well. Um, is that I just I just can't see these two teams putting necessarily up um, that number of points, even though it is a relatively low number. Um, from that standpoint. So not too much chatter on that one. Uh, I just, yeah, that, that Rams defense is just uh, tough. That Seahawks defense is not, but that Rams offense is just, I don't know, JV level. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. So now we got Buccaneers, Washington football team, as the nightcap on Saturday. Nine-point spread, 45-and-a-half, over under Tony, where are you at? I'm I'm going Buccaneers. Uh, they will cover, and I will go with the over. I think uh, Tom Brady. I was reading the comments by Chase Young. You know, which great kid. Don't get me wrong. I great kid and a super talent. I was there for that Steelers game uh, when they you know beat Pittsburgh and kind of started their landslide. Um, incredible talent. But I guess one of the things I guess he didn't learn as a rookie this year was to just play and shut the hell up. <laughs> um, for him to call out Tom Brady is, I mean, come on. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess if you're on his team, you say it's admirable and here's a guy we can get behind. But, I mean, come on. What are you, nuts? Um, Tom Brady's going to show and he's going to show big. And Washington is, I mean, come on. I, I mean, <laughs> in, in any normal year um, – I just I don't I don't get it. I mean I don't get the fact that they're in the I don't get that. I, I mean to me it should be straight ticket, right? Just take the take the six best teams or however however many teams you want to take. But to allow like teams to get in with these just absurd records is ridiculous. <laughs> and and I think if you think for a minute that Tom Brady is going to allow his first year in Tampa in his legacy to end on a loss to Washington, you're nuts. I, I mean he's he's going to thrash these guys. And it, it it's a clown show. I, I I think it's it's a runaway game. Buccaneers are just going to pile it on them, and I don't care who's out for the Buccaneers. Tom will find someone open. I mean, I just and that's just how I you know I, I see this one. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I mean, yeah, you got Chase Young and and that defense. You know that Washington defense is surprising. It is. It is the third-ranked defense in the oh, league. Oh, they're good. So it is it is a very good defense. However, their offense is the 32nd-ranked offense in the league. And that Bucks defense is not too shabby itself. It's number five. Yeah. So you have the 32nd-ranked offense going against the fifth-ranked defense. That does not bode well for Washington. And while Washington does have that highly-ranked defense, Tampa Bay has the third best offense. So, <laughs> well, and, and let's look at who Washington played this year. I mean, j just the fact that the you know yes, yeah, yeah, I the mean, garbage yeah, six games against the garbage <laughs> NFC East. Uh, so yes, I am taking the points, or uh, yeah, I'm giving the points. I'm taking the box. I I am going to go opposite you though on the over under. I just don't think. Well, I think Washington's going to get skunked. If I was ever going to call a shutout, I would call a shutout in this game. I like mm -hmm. Alex Smith. I think he's easily the NFL comeback player of the year, given what he came back oh, yeah. from. But I could see them not scoring in this game. So 
I don't, and I don't think the Bucks are going to put up 45 by themselves. <laughs> so I am going to take the under on that. Um, but I am going to take the Bucks, and I am going to give the nine points, even though giving nine just it hurts to give nine points. Well, and it's funny to you know not, not to kick back to our our Browns podcast, but you know we're talking about you know how you know the Browns had difficulty beating the Steelers without Mason, you know, without Roethlisberger and Mason Rudolph playing. I, I mean, Washington barely beat the Eagles. And, and, and I don't care who was, you know, they kind of brought Ron Jaworski back. I mean, they, they were, you know, uh, yeah, essentially a four ten and one team, and and they had to, you know, basically wait for them to pull their quarterback, their second string quarterback, yeah, um, it, to give them an opportunity to win the game. I mean, it's yeah. it's insane. Uh, it, yeah. So, uh, you know, hey, uh, like I said, uh, uh, kudos to them. And I think, you know, like I said, I don't want to take anything away from Ron Ripper because just if you look at. Forget the COVID, um, you know, COVID, every team's dealt with that. But Alex Smith, like you said, the comeback, but just the nonsense that's been going on with that franchise top to bottom with just lawsuits, allegations, name changes, all that nonsense. I mean, to navigate that ship through the storm and come out with seven wins, I I think Ron Rivera, you know, and and just look at his personal health issues that he's had to deal with. I mean, come on. Uh, um, It's been amazing, but the amazing stops this weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. An amazing story and an amazing team are two yeah. different things. They, yeah. It's an amazing story. It is not an amazing team. And it's, and it's gonna, <laughs> the story's going to have a sad end. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so here we go. We'll move on to Sunday, January 10th. Wild card day two. Ravens-Titans kicks it off. Ravens minus three and a half. Over under 54 and a half. Where are you sitting on this one, Tony? This is this is to me this is the this hardest. is the hardest game of the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, I, I I think I, I mean, are we allowed to have multiple picks? I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean can well, I pick both sides? Well, well here's uh, the thing. I, I think I think if Henry, you know, if Henry's able to get it going and and able to rush the ball, they'll be able to control that clock a little bit and still put up points. And and if that happens, then I, I think you know it goes one way. If if Henry, for some reason, is not able to get off, and Lamar Jackson plays the way he, you know, he can play. Yeah. I mean, it can. So it's man, it's it's. I, I get this is my favorite game of the week. Why this game isn't the you know the highlight? I don't know why this isn't the night game. Like no, I'm happy that Brown Steelers yeah. is getting the national pub on the on the Sunday night game. But why Ravens-Titans is not the 8 o'clock game is a mystery. Yeah, I, you know, that being said, I have a lot of friends that work for Baltimore. We've got some friends now that work for the Titans. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to do like I do at the horse track. Like, I, you know, I just I just go based on the name of the horse and, and the color. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go friends-wise. I'll go, I'll go with the Titans for our man Cole. And um, uh, I don't see them hitting... I'll go with the over. I'll go with the over. Let's just go. Henry's going to go crazy. Lamar will go crazy. But it'll be the Titans that come out victorious. And, and I think they, they, what was the spread? Three and a half. Well, I mean, if you're taking the Titans, you're, you're taking yeah, yeah. the points. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, so, Tony's got the Titans. I am, I'm going the opposite. I, I just don't think this Titans defense is good enough to – to really stop this Ravens offense. And I'm not saying that the Titans aren't going to be able to put up points. I just think the Ravens are going to be able to put up more. I am going to take the Ravens, but I am going to take the points. So I'm going to go, you know, split my ticket there. So Ravens straight up, but the Titans will cover. 
54 and a half, man. That is a ton of points, but I don't want to be the under queen, you know, for for the week. So I I'm going to go with you on the over there. I am going to go Baltimore and then I'm going to go Tennessee cover and then I am going to go over whereas you have Tennessee and obviously you're getting the points then and and you're going over as well. But yeah, I agree. I think this is going to be the most exciting game of the week. Um you know, for Cole's sake, I hope they win. Uh but if I'm if I'm if I'm trying to make money for the folks out there that are tuning in, I, I am going to say Baltimore, uh, but a Tennessee cover um, from that standpoint. Probably uh, the Bucks Washington football team game of Sunday, uh, Bears Saints. I don't think anyone is excited about the Bears. Well, <laughs> well uh, for us, I, I think you know it not, to go back to what you said. For us, now that I think about it, this is probably the best. Because it's kind of like a Thanksgiving Day deal, right? Like, we can watch the 1 o'clock game, sleep through the 4 o'clock game, and then <laughs> we will be rested and ready for the Browns game. Because this game, I – I this is ridiculous. This, this is like one of those ones where you question why this game is even being played. Because I, I think the Saints are going to run away with this. Um I think the Bears, once again, are a team, and their record speaks to it. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. They've been up and they've been down. They, You know, at the start of the season, you thought, oh, the Bears finally got their crap together. And then it was like, nah, they're the Bears. And, I, you know, the Saints, I think they're they're looking to prove that, um, you know, I think last year they felt like they had a team that could go all the way. And, and I think Drew Brees understands that his window of opportunity is slowly closing. And, and I think that this is a team that's it's going to be motivated to get past this first round. They're at home. They you know they play well everywhere, but they most especially play well at home. I just don't think this is close uh, at all. I, I just see Drew Brees just lighten. He's going to want to send a message, and they're just going to light him up. And and this one will probably be over by halftime, um, which will be good. Like I said, then you can. You know, take a little nap and get ready for the 8 o'clock. Yeah, I, I don't think people realize how good the Saints' defense is, yeah. right? I mean, there's all that focus on Drew Brees, and then he got hurt, and then Taysom Hill, and blah, 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 and this and that, and, you know, Thomas, and it's the second-best defense in the league. Yeah. And and so this Bears offense is not going to be able to move the ball on no. them. And, and like you said, I think it's just going to be a game that it's on, uh, but if the Bears even make a game of it, that'll be uh, a surprise. Uh, not only to us, but to the people in Vegas as well who have a 10.5-point spread on this game. So worse than the Bucks washington football team game. Tony, you got the Saints. Over-under is 48. Where are you sitting with that? Man, I don't know if the Bears can hold up there. And I, I might have to go. I just don't know if I mean if they throttle if they're throttling them. I, I think they pull pull Breeze early. Thirty five, man. Uh, I'll go under because I don't think the Bears. You were talking about shutouts. I don't think that. I think the Bears might score three points here. Um. um so so <laughs> so I'm assuming you're giving the ten and a half points. Yeah. Then, oh, as yeah. well. Uh, and that's that's where I'm at. I'm going at, like 38-3. I mean, where, where does that put us? I'm not going to uh, uh, 41. You're you're still a touchdown short. You're yeah, still yeah a carry, touchdown the, carry short, the one. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we're all we're on the same boat here. Both New Orleans giving the ten and a half and uh, and taking the under. 
And again, it's tough to give 10 and a half and then also give 10 and a half and take the under, but that's how little respect uh, I think both of us have for that Bears offense going up against this Saints defense. And with the acknowledgement that, yeah, the Saints are probably going to put up some points, but they're probably going to, you know, take Breeze out if if this game is a little bit out of hand. And and Breeze, you know, to be honest, Breeze might not even be able to put up points because their defense might put up the points for them. Yeah, well, fair enough. That could be the problem. Uh, All right, so, Tony, a little bit of a recap then for our Browns-Steelers. We went over this with our early week podcast picking the Browns and the Steelers in the game and how it would play out. So just to recap, we both have the Steelers. We are both giving the four and a half points uh, over under. Ah, shit. I don't even remember where we fell. Uh, I'll have to go back I and took listen. The over. I, took, so I took the over. I think you took the over, and I think I took the over as well. So we got Steelers, Steelers, and the over. So... Unfortunately for the Browns fans, that's where we stand. But uh, hey, we're in the playoffs, and and that's the slate. Yeah, well, and, and with that game, I know we're not both of us aren't big on quote unquote moral victories. But the the one thing positive that could come out of this game, if the Browns lose, is how well do they handle themselves under the bright lights? Because we talk about you know it's taken us eighteen years to get here. Okay, well, now we're here. Let's get something out of it. And that's something that we're going to get out of it is how do we perform in big games? Because, the, you know, I know we've said during the season, this is a must win. This is a must. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in, we're in, in the playoffs. truly must win. Yes. You, you win or you don't go on. I just want to see how we handle ourselves against, hey, the reality is this is the team we're going to have to beat year after year if we're going to want to yeah. compete. So how do we do? You know, so. I agree. All right, Browns Packers. Well, thanks for tuning in for our playoff rundown episode. And we'll talk to you next week. Chub check. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.